All right, welcome to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I am your host, Michael Maxi. After a two-month hiatus, I am back. Ironically, last podcast I did, we did, we talked about on the block, players who were possibly uh, could be dealt. Um, it's been very, very slow uh, with uh, trades leading up to now. There's been, uh, as the trade deadline is a week from today, so as uh, as we get closer to the deadline, names start getting popping up, rumors start getting bigger, and... Um, whatnot the Lakers did make a minor trade uh some think it's a minor trade I actually think it was a uh, an impactful trade uh they acquired Rui Hachimura who was kind of in a uh he was contributing in Washington but he was kind of in a in a uh log jam of uh, forwards with them and it looks like they wanted to put their energy into Denny Avila and um Kyle Kuzma so Rui Hachimura was finding himself the odd man out so for two second round picks, he is now in LA and he's already contributing. Uh, the Lakers do look a little bit better, and uh, I expect the Lakers to possibly be a team that's going to make some moves. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So we're going to talk about some teams. We're going to start off by talking about some teams who um, are are looking to probably be sellers. So the first team is the Utah Jazz. There's no surprise here. Uh, the surprise is that the Jazz started off. Um, their first season or the season they started off uh, winning a lot of games. Uh, Larry Markinen has been phenomenal. Kelly Olenek has given them another element. They have found a gem with Walker Kessler who came over from Minnesota in the Rudy Gobert trade. Looks like he is going to be a steal. Someone who they're likely going to try to build around. But Utah has a lot of players that they're trying to um, possibly move. They, they, um, they, they, they seem to the only untouchables in uh, Utah to me are Larry Markinen, who is playing like an all-star, and um, Walker Kessler, who looks like he could be a, a really good find. Uh, you know, he's a good defensive uh, rebounding uh, big. He uh, he can block shots, and hopefully he can uh, develop a little bit more of a perimeter game. But anyway, so that leaves with Utah. So Malik Beasley, who's been uh, you know, a wing for them who came over also from Minnesota in that trade. Jared Vanderbilt, another guy, his name keeps getting around. I don't really think Utah wants to trade him. However, uh, I, I think a lot of teams around the NBA are very, uh, um, they would like to, to take a shot at Jared Vanderbilt. Um, Mike Conley's name has come up. So uh, Kelly Olenek, who I just mentioned earlier, his name has come up. So let's start with Mike Conley. And uh, I think Mike Conley is, uh, there's a good chance he could be dealt. Uh, the team that seems to be most eagerly trying to get him is the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm not sure Los Angeles has um, quite enough. And, and Danny Ainge is quite the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's quite the negotiator. He doesn't just settle for, um, you know, uh, deals just to get rid of players. He's going to try to get the most out of whatever he can get the most out of. And, uh, and Mike Conley is still playing at a high level. He's older. But he could really help out a team like the Clippers, who seem to be um, in in need of him. Uh, Miami could be an outside chance. Um, well, they, they, Kyle Lowry just doesn't seem to fit in Miami. Um, that could be a chance. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, could a team like the Bucks or somebody? I don't think the Bucks have what it takes to make it happen. Or Phoenix uh, bring him in to be um, the point guard on the reserve unit. I mean, that, that's very possible. But um, I'd say the Clippers are probably a front-runner with an outside chance with um, 
possibly an outside chance that Miami could could get involved. Um, but I, I would say that the Clippers seem to be, you know, I, I, there was talk that the Lakers might have some interest in them, but I, I don't think the Lakers, I think the Lakers have bigger fish to fry than trying to acquire um, Mike Conley Jr. So um, Malik Beasley, on the other hand, is going to have lots of suitors. He's a, he's a, he's a guy who's a potential 3 and D wing. He has started quite a few games for Utah this year. Um, he, he puts up good points. He, he's a good shooter. Um, he's a team, uh, he's a guy who could get, who could come in right away, help Phoenix. He's a guy who could come in right away and, and, and help the Celtics off the bench. He's a guy who could come in and help the Bucks off the bench. He's a guy who, um, there's lots of teams that couldn't use him. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland could really use him as they're starting to struggle a little bit and, and it seems to be a, a glaring weakness at the, at the three spots. So, um, uh, Malik Beasley is going to get a lot of looks. Um, would not be surprised to see him dealt. I really think Utah, whether they get deals done or not, I think they're going to be active in trying to get some. Um, you know, uh, I think they're going to try to get a lot for Conley, and I think they're going to try to get a little bit for um, for um, Beasley. Now, now let's talk about let's talk about Vanderbilt. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is a guy who who um, a lot of young teams could look at as as a as a building point. Um, a team like Indiana, who's really struggling as a at a four, they could they could really really use a player like Vanderbilt. Um, I don't think a playoff team is, is, is as eager, but uh, maybe a team that's um, got a couple second round picks they can throw at for Vanderbilt. I don't think he's gonna quite push the needle for a first round pick. Uh, so that's a that's a, that's a guy who um, you know he he has shown so much ability. He has been in and out of the, the Utah starting lineup. Um, recently, he's been probably moved to the bench. They've gone with a little bit of a bigger lineup with Markinen, uh playing the small forward, uh, Alenic, and then Walker Kessler. Obviously, he's not leaving the starting lineup. So um, until they get some trades made, um, Vanderbilt's place in rotation might be um, sketchy at best. But this is a guy I wouldn't be surprised to see Utah also uh, uh, keep because he's, he's a guy who could who you could build with Markinen, um on your front court. Walker Kessler, that would be really nice. Um, you know, um, now now the thing with Utah, it seems like they're going to be sellers now. Are they going to are they going to look to to move um, Colin Sexton, who they just uh, uh, got in the off season and sign a trade, or are they possibly going to be um, uh, you know, or, or really like like him? It sounds like they really want to uh, lock up Jordan Clarkson, so. Um, Utah is going to be active, whether they make a deal or not. That's that's the story. But they're definitely going to be active. Would not be surprised to see them make a deal or two. Um, and then, like like the trade that whatever happens in the trade deadline, once one deal starts and they, they just propels, and, and and you see a team like Orlando who made a bunch of deal, or Utah doing what Orlando did, make a bunch of deals uh, on a on a on a, um, a trade deadline day. So, but so another team who we thought we were going to be selling all year is the Pistons. So the Pistons just re-signed Bogdan Bogdanovich to a, um, uh, actually I said Bohan Bogdanovich, to a uh, two-year extension. So uh, all indications are that they want to keep him. Um, but we all know if the Lakers or the Clippers or the Suns or one of these teams makes an offer good enough, um, they'll, 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 they'll do it. I mean, he's not a, I wouldn't say a team-friendly deal, but he's not a, not a not a break back breaker deal. 
So that's a guy who could um, come in. I, I know the Lakers really like him. I just don't think the Lakers have what it takes to make to make a deal work. Um, uh, Sadiq Bay is another guy whose name we keep hearing. Um, he, you know, he's kind of fallen out of the rotation. He's kind of been moved to a reserve row. Um, now that some of these young players are coming in, uh, you know, a team, you know, a young team who, who, who has multiple draft picks, that's a team that you could look to maybe take Sadiq Bay. I think, I think Detroit's getting very greedy with, with what they want for their picks. So I, I think getting a deal done is going to be dicey at best for them. Um, if they keep their prices up this high, um, the Bogdanovich thing, I, I think, um, they're getting a little crazy, you know, wanting unprotected first round picks and whatnot. And I think they want the same thing for Sadiq Bay. Um, but I would not be surprised to see them maybe try to move Isaiah Stewart because uh, it looks like Jalen Duran's the real deal. I'm not sure that a uh, uh, Stewart Duran front line is um, going to give you enough spacing. So um, would not be surprised. Would not be surprised to see him move Isaiah Stewart. Uh, I, I think I, as as well as he's done, I think. Uh, the drafting of Jalen Durant was um, was an indication that um, you know they tried to play him together, but I think that it's an indication that they're that they're looking to um, possibly uh, go elsewhere. Obviously, the Kate Cunningham um, situation has them um, obviously in the Wimba Yana sweepstakes, so uh, don't don't see them um, really needing Isaiah Stewart and. Um, Right now, they're pretty weak at the point guard position. Um, I, I could see them trying to maybe upgrade a point guard. Uh, I would really like to see them play Cunningham on a wing. But it looks like they're going to make him into a ball handler. But uh, what NBA teams do, they, they turn they turn wings who can handle the ball into point guards. Um, just look at D'Angelo Russell. So, um, And then they complain and, and bitch about it that... that this guy's not. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you play him out of their position. So uh, I'll get off my soapbox. So the Utah and the Pistons, two teams that we thought would be in a uh, in the offseason, we thought they would be in a just a, a dumping, um, you know, part of their uh, team. Uh, they're going to start as as we get closer to the deadline next week. They're going to be very very um, active at trying to unload some players and get some assets back. So, um, let's move to the Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets, uh, they're going to build around LaMelo Ball. That's obvious. It looked like they were going to shed a bunch of salary over the summer. That did not happen. Now it sounds like Terry Rozier's available. Lakers, Clippers, um, Phoenix Suns all could be interested. Possibly the Miami Heat. Um, the, the thing with the Miami Heat, I'm going to bring up Miami Heat because I think Miami Heat had two glaring holes. They have a hole at, at power forward and they have a hole at point guard. I think Kyle Lowry is awful. Um, I didn't like the signing from the get-go. I, I think they needed to upgrade and Kyle Lowry was not it. It, it. it was it was not it. He is past his prime. He is nothing more than probably a 15 to 20 minute bench player right now. So um, I could see. And another problem with Miami is they don't have the assets or draft picks to get anything done. So let's, let's, let's put that Let's put that to bed. Um, but anyways, so Terry Rozier is going to be a guy who they're going to probably uh, dangle. Like I said, Lakers, Clippers, Phoenix, going to possibly. Um, I, I, I think a, maybe an outside chance you see the Bucks try to make a move for Terry Rozier. 
Lazier's a very good player um, on a really bad team, and um, he, he needs to change the scenery. I think Minnesota, teams in the middle of the pack who could use a little firepower off the bench, that's going to be a team that's going to look for Rozier. Um, could he be a starter in the right situation? Absolutely. Could he be your starting point guard? Absolutely. He's playing off the ball, which is uh, a little bit different for him with Lamella Ball there, but um, you have Terry Rozier. Gordon Hayward is a guy who I'm surprised is still in Charlotte. I To this day, I'm surprised he signed that contract. I'm surprised Charlotte signed him for that contract. I don't know what Charlotte's doing with Miles Bridges. Um, we hear that they were interested in bringing him back. He hasn't come back yet. Um, do the do the, do the Charlotte Hornets do they do they trade uh, trade um, Gordon Hayward? That's a guy who who could um, help out in Phoenix. That's a guy who could help the Bucks. Um, uh, I don't know if he's quite the fit in, in, in the Clippers. I'm not sure he's quite the fit now in with the Lakers. Um, I, I still think that um, he can play. I'm not sure he is a go-to guy. He's probably a second, third option at best maybe even a third fourth option so uh, the charlotte hornets are, are going to be looking at him i mean miles plumley um as your starting center um I, I believe charlotte's going all in for victor wambanyama so i i don't think miles plumley is, is is the right uh the right answer um at center they could look to try to grab more assets um they got some young players in jade mcdaniels um so, so Charlotte, Charlotte has a team that could be sneaky, um, sneaky involved, and, and should uh, the Lakers decide to trade Westbrook, they have a lot of salary cap where they can absorb him and and, and then clean his money at the end of the year. So, uh, Charlotte is definitely a team to keep your eye on. Um, here's a surprise team that I think is going to be selling. That's the Toronto Raptors. So it sounds like the Toronto Raptors want to build around Scotty Barnes. Um, but right now, with Pascal Siakam and Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet and Gary Trent there, it's very hard to to make uh, Scotty Parnes your focal point. Um, Fred Van Vliet, I don't think, is going to be traded. Um, I think they might try to trade him. This is a guy who's on the Lakers' radar. He's definitely on the Clippers' radar. The Clippers uh, sound like they're they're all in on him. Uh, if, if, if they can't get Mike Conley, he's obviously going to be cost you more um, eventually because he's going to need a, a contract extension for one plus he's going to probably cost you more in draft capital or assets so um, Toronto uh, may keep on may keep Fred Lamley and, and, and either look to resign him or make a sign and trade but uh, they're going to look to see what they can get for him that is for sure uh, there's no doubt about that I don't think Pascal Siakam is I mean, there's always been there's been rumors of him going to Golden State in a package for Draymond Green. I don't see that happening. That's been a rumor for like a year and a half. I don't I don't foresee that happening. Um, you're more or less looking at at, at possibly uh, Siakam and Scotty Barnes being built around. Um, Vliet is um, a nice player. I'm not the biggest uh, Fred Vliet fan, but uh, I, I understand that he's probably a top half point guard in the NBA. Um, obviously, with Phoenix thinking that Chris Paul's on the decline, do they make a run for him? Um, there, there's there's lots of different um, scenarios for uh, for Flam Vliet. Um, now, 
I've heard that the Bulls are looking to unload, but should the Bulls re, um, rethink that? He's a, he's a guy who could fit with them, with Lonzo Ball. Who knows when Lonzo Ball's coming back? Uh, there's just so much. Dallas Mavericks are going to be interested in uh, Fred Vliet. Um, so uh, there's a lot, just a lot going on there. But the main guy who I think is going to possibly be traded, who, who, who all reports are saying he wants out, is Oji Anunobi. Um, he is a he can play the three, the four, maybe some two, maybe some small ball five. Very versatile player, good defender. His offense is coming along. He's he's a great finisher around the hoop, um, and he's going to get lots of looks. Um, but it sounds like he's going to cost you. He's going to cost you one, maybe two picks. I don't think the Lakers who are going to go after him. Um, he's also going to cost you because he's going to sign an extension. He's extension eligible after the season. Um, there, this is a guy. Um, should he be traded? I think it's going to be understood that he is going to resign there. Um, uh, you know, and, and you could pretty much put all 30 or uh, 20, uh, 29 other teams. Um, shoot, how many NBA teams are there? 32, 31 MB, other NBA teams. Um, you could pretty much put them uh, all in line for Fanonobi. Sounds like New Orleans really wants him, um, which I, I'm a little surprised that how they're, unless they think Ingram's just damaged goods or whatever. I'm a little surprised. It sounds like um, uh, Minnesota might be interested in. in in him sounds like Memphis is interested in him um you know they could they could they could play him both at the three and four uh in Memphis I I think that there's there's just so many many teams that 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 could be interested Atlanta is a team that could be interested possibly in the John Collins um trade we'll talk about that later Phoenix should should be interested with him I think he'd be a good fit with Mikhail Bridges on the front court uh, there's just lots of different scenarios for OG and Unobi. I do not know where he'll end up. I know the Knicks are probably interested. Um, I think the Knicks are pretty much interested in everybody. So, with that said, I, I think um, I, I think he is. Uh, I think he's 90% gone. Um, the only way I, if, if Toronto gets too greedy will probably be the only way he stays in Toronto. Uh, where does he wants out? Probably because they're going to build around Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam. Um, Probably because the team's in destroy Ray. He's not getting the minutes he wants. So Toronto is a surprise team. I mean, they're, what, five games below 500? So, yeah, I would not be surprised to see um, uh, Ananobi in a different uniform um, for Toronto. And I would not be surprised. I've been calling for the demise of the Toronto Raptors for, like, two seasons now. Um, and it finally might be here. So uh, that, that that's, a, that's an interesting um it's, it's interesting to see how this is going to play out. So, And once again, I'm going to be all over the NBA trade deadline um, next Thursday. Um, I'll be doing a podcast, breaking down every trade. So uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some players who are also on the block. All right, as we return to the Maximum Hoops podcast, once again, I'm your host, Michael Max. We went through a couple teams that I, I believe will be sellers and what players that 
they'll be looking to deal. Now let's look at some individual players. Some of these guys have been in the uh, trade block or on the trade block for what seems like an eternity. Um, let's start with the first one. That's uh, John Collins, the power forward from um, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, not sh- This whole situation, in my opinion, I don't get it. I mean, they signed him to this long contract. Um, now they want to trade him. Uh, they wanted to trade him before the contract. And they signed him to the contract and they want to trade him. Um, they're 500. They're, they beat teams they should beat. They lose to teams they should they should lose to. Um, I don't understand why they want to trade for him. I, I don't understand what they're going to get by trading him. I don't know if they're going to be able to upgrade. Um, yeah, I'm just confused by the whole John Collins thing. Um, I know we heard Utah uh, as a possibility. I, I would I would call bullshit on that one. I don't think Utah has any desire for John Collins. I really don't. Um, a team I do think is Phoenix. Um, they have a glaring need. A team that really, really is in need of John Collins is the Miami Heat. I don't know if Miami Heat has the assets to make that happen, but I think a John Collins in Miami would be a, a, a wonderful upgrade. Get them... Uh, looking right before the playoffs, uh, that would be if you were to um, if you were to tell me which team I think is a perfect fit, uh, that would be Miami. Um, you know, I don't think a team like uh, Milwaukee, I don't think a team like Boston, uh, I don't think a team like Brooklyn, none of these teams are going to uh, make that kind of splash for a John Collins. Uh, Phoenix, I would say, is a is a is a prime team, but Miami is probably the perfect fit. Um, you know, I, I know, I know we've heard other teams and whatnot. Um, but, uh, yes, I, I, I fully, fully expect John Collins name to be, I, you know, and I don't even think he's going to get traded. I mean, call me skeptical. I mean, he's been on the trade block for shoot. What seems like it's almost been two years. It's definitely over a year. It's definitely over a year that John Collins has been on the trade block and here he is still in Atlanta. So, um, apparently the Hawks have dropped their asking price. Well, you think? Because um, they're not going to get what they want. They want some some youth, some young players, uh, apparently for Collins. Um, we'll see what they can get. Um, but, you know, John Collins in Miami would be nice. John Collins in Phoenix would be really, really nice as well. Um, Jay Crowder, speaking of Phoenix, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder has sat out the entire season while he's been waiting for a trade. Well, guess what? He's still in Phoenix. He has got no trade. Um, I, I think if uh, Phoenix wanted to get a John Collins trade, I, a Crowder would probably head to to Atlanta. Um, Crowder is wanted by the Bucks. Uh, we thought there was a deal on the table. We thought that we thought he was going to the Bucks like like oh, oh like two months ago. Um, they still seem to be in hot pursuit. Um, Miami <clears throat> wants Jay Crowder back. Um, Boston wants Jay Crowder. Um, Dallas has got some interest in Jay Crowder. So Jay Crowder's got a lot of suitors, but yet he's still in Phoenix. So it's a strange situation. I, I don't know why he was told to sit home, or I don't know why he chose to sit, sit home. <clears throat> and then obviously the um, injury to Cam Johnson um, really clouded this whole situation because he was the guy who, who took Jay Crowder's starting spot away. So this whole thing is just weird. <clears throat> So I mean, it's it's not John Collins weird, but it's 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 weird. I I don't know what's going on. 
I don't know what Phoenix wants. I don't know what uh, Jay Crowder wants. Um, obviously, Jay Crowder wants to go to a contender. Um, and once again, the Bucks are seem Bucks seem to be the front runner. Um, there seems to be a couple different deals on the table in Milwaukee. Um, that's what I would think would be the probably the the um, the, the way it happens um, with some kind of deal involving Grayson Allen, whether it's a three-way trade, whether it's just straight up um, or what. So. Yes, Jay Crowder, I believe, will be traded. Uh, another guy whose name keeps coming up, but yet, I'm not sure he's going to get traded. Jakob Pertl. Jakob Pertl has been a really good center for San Antonio since he arrived there. Um, he came from Toronto, who, who drafted him. Um, and there's word that Toronto wants him back. So, um, not, not sure... Not sure what, what, what it'll take to get him back. Um, obviously... Uh, that's a possibility because uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't think um, I don't think Toronto has a val- uh, um, viable center right now. Pirtle would be it. Uh, I think San Antonio is trying to get to Victor Wambanyama. Um, Pirtle has been playing really good, playing lights out. Um, so we're, we'll have to see how this plays out because he's gonna have lots of suitors. Boston, Dallas are awful, also also after him. Um, you know, um, I don't think Milwaukee or, or, or Brooklyn would go after him, but, um, some of these teams who, who are fringe playoff teams or looking to, to make a push could be after him. So, um, yes, I could definitely see Jakob, uh, Pirtle being dealt with Toronto, probably a front runner. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Toronto got involved, there would be some three-way trade where, Anunobi or Gary Trent had head elsewhere. I don't know if Fred Van Vliet would be involved, but um, that's just me speculating. So, Jakob Pertle, um, like I said, I think Toronto is a front runner. Um, yeah, I think Dallas is probably maybe maybe just second. Obviously, you know, there's always going to be one of those secret teams that's going to sneak in. So, let's go to Cam Reddish. So, Cam Reddish played several games for the Knicks early in the season and looked really good. Um, he started for, I believe, R.J. Barrett when R.J. Barrett was hurt. Um, you know, and obviously when Quentin Grimes was hurt, he started. But he hasn't seen the light of day since. Um, he is reportedly asked for a trade. Um, and there, I think he's gone. I think he will be gone um, by next Thursday. Uh, Cleveland sounds like a team that that um, could be interested. Um, the Bucs have been they don't get Jay Crowder. That's a team that that's that, um, been mentioned. Um, so uh, yeah, Cam Reddish is probably he's probably uh, he's probably toast in New York. Um, Boston, another team that could be interested in him. He's a good player, good three point shooter. Um, I I don't think his defense is, is, is where where they want it, but you know what? Uh, he's a nice young player. Um, I don't think he's getting getting a fair shot um, in New York. Um, so, you know, he's, 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 I don't know. I think whoever gets him is going to get a steal. So, um, let's go to Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald. Yes. Oh, Buddy Heald having a great season for the Indiana Pacers. Remember he came over from San, uh, San from Sacramento last year in the, uh, Halliburton. It's a bonus trade. He has been really, really good. Um, and, and to be honest with you, um, 
I don't think it's. I don't think. I still think the Lakers are in play to make a trade for him, but I would not be surprised if he stays. This is a guy who has been really good for Indiana. Want to see him? I want to see him. Uh, uh, he's going to be in the three-point contest. He's a great three-point shooter. I want to see how this 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 plays out because I feel like he has his ability. Indiana's not going to the playoffs. Indiana's not going to. They're not going to make a run. So. Um, I want to see him end up on a team where he can contribute, where he can um, he can he can help a team get to the playoffs as a starter off the bench, whatever whatever it is. Um, you know, a, a team like uh, Milwaukee would be great. I, I know I keep saying Milwaukee, um, but um, I feel like like someone's going to make a run at Buddy Hield, whether Indiana balks or not. That's another story, and I don't think the Lakers are totally out of it. Um, but they would have to, they would have to do some moving of the earth to, to acquire uh, one buddy healed. But um, other than that, I, I, I think there's a good chance um, he could be suiting up for someone else in a week, or actually by the trade deadline, or uh, by the three-point contest. So, so the next name on the list is a guy who we have not really heard about since the offseason. That's DeAndre Ayton. And the reason I have him on this list is because let's let's be honest, he's it's it's almost like Phoenix. I don't know why they even matched. He, he signed that offer sheet with um, with uh, Indiana. It looked like he was going to be a Pacer, and um, they matched it. And I was shocked that they didn't even like take the three days to match it. They matched it like right away. Um, I think Indiana was going to see how the Miles Turner thing played out, who is now since off the block, which is why his name is not on here because uh, they just signed him to an extension. But um, I'm I'm dumbfounded by Aiton. Um, so if Toronto decides to uh, change course and they can't unload some of their players, um, or if unload some of their players, they want to take back uh, Aiton. I could see that. I could see, uh, I mean, the thing about these trade deadlines is sometimes these smaller deals turn into bigger deals and then and then it just escalates. And, and, and sometimes there's trades that made on the trade deadline that you'd like, whoa, like, I didn't see that coming. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, could, could Jay Crowder and DeAndre Ayton end up in a package together? I mean, suppose they could. But, um you know, a team like uh, Toronto really could use um, DeAndre Ayton. I think uh, they are so center-starved. Uh, um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, obviously, Indiana's not going to have any any need for him. Um, could the Clippers have an outside chance to have a need for DeAndre Ayton? Yeah, but they'd probably have to move Zubak in the, in, in the, in the process. Um, so... It, we'll have to see how we'll have to we'll have to see how this plays out. Um, you know, um, I mean, could Brooklyn get involved? I mean, I guess Brooklyn could get involved. There, there's a lot of teams that could. But, I mean, but you're talking they would have to totally revamp their whole roster and and, and what? I, do I think Aiton gets traded? The answer is emphatically no. I do not think Aiton gets traded. However, 
I do think if the right deal comes along, I don't think Phoenix is very happy with Aiden, and I think Phoenix in a heartbeat would deal him. I think they would they would deal him in a heartbeat if they could get the right right um, uh, the right uh, offer. So that leaves us bones. So Bones Highland, the the combo guard for the Denver Nuggets, he has expressed his interest to maybe uh, move elsewhere, go to a team where he can get more playing time. Um, there's lots of young teams where 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 he could find himself some minutes, um, possibly. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams that are guard heavy, like Orlando won't need him, Indiana won't need him, um, but like a team like maybe Oklahoma City who might have want to take a shot at him. Um, Houston, who right now is having some guard problems. Um, actually, I think Houston would be a good play. I get Ken, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. off the ball. That would be interesting um, and, and and whatnot. But uh, Bones Highland definitely sounds like he wants out. Whether Denver can find a deal that uh, suits them, that's a that's another story. So um, I got Bones Highland, um, Eric Gordon. I feel like he's been on the trade block since he arrived in Houston. Well, he's definitely been on the trade block for over two years. This is a guy who could bring firepower, especially to a team going for the playoffs. Um, I, I think Milwaukee's going to be interested. If Milwaukee cannot land Jay Crowder, I think they're going to go after Eric Gordon. I think Boston might go after Eric Gordon, um, possibly danging Peyton Pritchard. Um, I, I think Brooklyn's going to go after uh, Eric Gordon, possibly dangling Cam jo- uh, Thomas. Um, I think... I think a lot of teams are going to go after Eric Gordon. Um, I, I think he needs to get out of Houston right now. I mean, obviously he's he was there when they were good, and then they decided to hold do the whole dismantle thing, and now look at what's going on. So, um, yeah, it, it's um, it, it's 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 a very interesting dynamic um, in Houston. Um, Gordon has been up and down all season. He's a guy, if he's called, just to keep him on the bench. He's a guy you bring off the bench at this point in his career. Um, Jamal Crawford style. If he's if he's on fire, you keep him in. If he's playing well, you keep him in. Uh, Milwaukee, like I said, if Jay Crowder does not, if that deal falls through, that's a place I can see him. Um, you know, um, it, there's just so many different spots that Eric Gordon would be would be really good. Um, Phoenix. Um, uh, Sacramento, they're making a run, uh, although they're they're pretty good at the guard spots uh, with Malik Monk and um, Kevin Horder. Uh, but like, um, you know, um, Minnesota could possibly be be another team that is um, that is uh, uh, you know a good a good spot for Eric Gordon. So. Uh, I've reluctantly put him on the list, but I have put Russell Westbrook back in the list. For a while there, I thought Russell Westbrook was going to be um, who salvaged his uh, his um, his standing with the Lakers. But guess what? Darvin Ham continues to play these small ass lineups. He continues to play Russell Westbrook in crunch time when Russell Westbrook just wants to play hero ball. Um, Russell's got to go. Russell's got to go. They will. The moment Russell leaves the roster, they will be improved. 
San Antonio has cap space to absorb them. Charlotte has cap space to absorb them. I believe Indiana has cap space to absorb them. He will. He would have to be part of a monster deal. Um, the Lakers would probably have to attach at least one of their picks to one of these teams uh, taking him. They could uh, uh, really get a, uh, a very good roster. They could acquire Buddy Heald in this deal. Um, you know, they could acquire uh, maybe some of these young players in San Antonio um, on these rookie deals. They could, um, you know, what, what, whatever, whatever they need to do. I mean, uh, the Lakers, you know, and, and call me, call me batshit crazy. I don't care, but I feel like LeBron is playing his best ball in two years. He's about to break the record. Anthony Davis has returned. Um, Rui Hachimura looks like he is up the real deal. Lonnie Walker's returned. Max Christie looks like he can, is a good defensive wing. I I love the acquisition of Pat Bev, but I'm over it. I'm over it. De- keep Dennis Schroeder. Um, I'm over the Pat Bev, Dennis Schroeder backcourt. Pat Bev, uh, I thought he could bring more than he's brought. He has not. I, I feel like the Lakers are... Um, I think the Lakers are, are a one big trade away from being a really good basketball team and maybe making a run in the playoffs. Call me crazy. That's fine. Call me crazy. But, um, all right. So anyways, I put on three names that I consider long shots, but their names have been in the news as possibly being traded. First one is Zach Levine and the Bulls. You keep hearing, because he's an L.A. kid, you keep hearing the Lakers. Um, maybe the Clippers, but you keep hearing the Lakers. Now you're talking that this is going to have to be a blockbuster deal. They would have to find a third team to take on Russell Westbrook. It just sounds like it just sounds like it, an absolute freaking disaster for uh, the the Lakers to get him in Chicago. It just sounds like an absolute disaster. Um, but should he get there, him him he would make a great big three with um, AD and, and LeBron. Um, that being said, I don't think he's going to the Lakers. I, I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't think Zach Levine goes anywhere. I think Zach Levine stays. Um, I mean, it, like a team like maybe Denver. But Denver would have, they would have to gut their whole roster. I don't think Zach Levine's going anywhere. Let me just, I'm just going to play it on here. I put him down as a long shot. I don't think he's going anywhere. I would be very, 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 very freaking surprised if he goes anywhere. Uh, my next name is Kyle Lowry from the Miami Heat, and I don't like Kyle Lowry. I'm going to put it point blank. I don't like him. He is an average, uh, below average, in my opinion, point guard at best. Um, he won a title on Toronto, carried by Pascal Siakam and uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, he is just, um, yeah, no, not a good yeah, and he's been awful for Miami. Miami needs an upgrade. He's been awful. I, I think they're stuck with him. I, I, I mean, if you, I don't want him. Who wants freaking Kyle Lowry on their roster? I mean, that needs to be the first thing asked. I, I'm, I'm completely dumbfounded. I really am. I, I don't think, I, I don't. I think he stays in Miami, unless Miami can find a sweet deal. I mean, the Clippers do need. They want. Upgraded point guard. I, I mean, I guess he's an upgrade. I, I think John Wall and Reggie Jackson are both better, but whatever. What do I know? So, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Phoenix maybe needs some insurance if 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 if, um, if Chris Paul breaks down. So, I, I guess Kyle Lowry could be there. So, um, 
<laughs> whatever i'm done wasting my energy on this the last name i have is d'angelo russell from minnesota well i do not think he will be traded that's why these guys are considered long shots levine Lowry, and russell i do not think russell will be traded his name has come up um miami is there a deal with fuck like, involving kyle Lowry? um you know uh do I think that the the Clippers try to make a run at him? No, and I, and I really feel like he's playing out of position. I really feel like he should be a two guard. You know, uh, you know, just because you're a good passer doesn't make you a point guard. I do believe he has point guard skills. I just do. I think he. I think he excels better off the ball instead of having to be really a true lead guard. I would love to see him and 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 Tyus uh, or uh, yeah Tyus uh, Jones in the backcourt together more often. But um, with that said. I got D'Angelo Russell. I don't think he'll be traded. I don't even have the slightest idea where he would go if he were traded. But what I do know is that the trade deadline is coming up next Thursday. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be names on this list that get traded. And there's going to be guys on this list, or guys not on this list who get traded. And you're going to go, holy shit. That is what the NBA trade deadline has done the last couple seasons. And I'm telling you, I always think, okay... It's going to be a slow, a slow one, and then it just, it just goes absolutely bonkers, and 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 trades just start coming in and going, and it's it, it's 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 so crazy. It's one of my favorite things to do is just sit there and watch my Twitter just blow up with trade, 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 and as usual, I will be there. I will break down every trade that needs to be broke down, and I will go over every trade. And the trade deadline. Um, night before, I think I'll start with trades that start like the night before or two nights before, all the way up to the trade deadline. Um, and we'll go from there. So I'm sorry I've been gone for a couple months, um, but um, I'll be back and I'll be back next week to break down the NBA trade deadline and we'll go from there. So um, you can follow me, uh, Maximum Hoops NBA. Also, you can follow me on NBA Maximum Hoops. Don't ask. My Twitter got hacked. So I got two of them now. Um, Snapchat at Maxi5. Um, or you can get me on mmaxi5 at iCloud.com if you have any questions. So thank you. And um, I'm always eager to talk to people. So um, all right. We'll talk to you next week.